Welcome to the podcast arm of the Redeemed Christian Church of God, Peculiar People's Parish, based in Regina, Canada. Our mandate is pursuing His purpose, pronouncing His power, and proclaiming His praise. You can subscribe to our podcast channel today, so you never miss an episode of our podcasts. Be blessed by this teaching. Hallelujah. We started a conversation here some two weeks ago on uh, building spiritual weight. And we talked about the importance of weight. Why is having weight so important in the realm of the spirit? I know that in the physical, the normal day living, weight for physical body is seen as a trouble, especially in this part of the world. But when it comes to spiritual, spiritual weight, is an advantage. I'll not forget some years ago, several years ago, I was new in Canada. And you know where I came from when you are adding weight? People say you are enjoying it, isn't it? <laughs> and because one of my friends went to travel back to Africa, to my home country, Nigeria, and uh, Somebody saw how slim he was. I said, ah, is this how your Canada is? I don't want to come. <laughs> if you for a day you are suffering like this, you are just slim. <laughs> but in uh, this part of the world where you're gaining weight in the physical, um, something, is, something needs to be done quickly, right? So I saw my landlady was a white woman. I haven't seen her for a while. So she just came down to the basement where I was staying then, and a friend was with me. And I just said, ah, wow, you're looking so robust. You're gaining weight. That's nice. I thought I was complimenting her. <laughs> you don't compliment people like that in Canada, right? <laughs> so, yeah, and a friend that was there with me, he called me aside after the lady has left. And I said, what did you just say? She, she came with her husband and she said, hey, that lady is going to fight her husband today. I say, hey, I was gaining weight. You did not tell me. Somebody is telling me outside. I say, no, I thought I was telling her she's fresh. <laughs> so we see it as a problem. Please, can you bring me down a little bit? We see it as a problem if one is gaining weight in the physical, but I tell you, spiritual weight is to our advantage. Because weight are taken in the spirit realm. And of course, even in the physical, when there are some sporting activities that requires you and I, or whoever is participating in it, to gain some weight. And I was talking about boxing in the, uh, when I was giving this delivery at that time. Now, when you gain weight in the boxing uh, you know, divisions, the time is where you fight. Some persons are lightweight, some are cruise weight, some are even further weight. But we have heavy weight. And the weight, the division, the, the weight division where you participate is what determines what comes to your pocket. It's the same person, the same ring, the same crowd, but because they carry different weight, then that determines what comes to the pocket. This speaks more to, I mean, illustrate more what I'm, I was trying to communicate. Because if you carry lightweight, you function in the lightweight division. Maybe the ticket there is just $20. And everybody just come in and watch everybody can afford that. 
But if you are in the heavyweight division and they are talking of ticket of $7,000, then you will know that this one is only for <laughs> those who carry something. Same way in the spiritual realm, the weight we carry determines what we command. The weight we carry determines what we command. It was said of Archbishop uh, Benson Daosa of Blessed Murmury. Spoke to Archbishop Duncan Williams, a Ghanaian pastor. Said, take this letter, take it to your president. Ask him to feature you on the national TV to preach the gospel. And Duncan Williams is still alive. He took that paper to the then president. And the president, who did you say wrote the letter? He said, Archbishop Daosa in Nigeria. You know, two countries now. To a president of a nation. And the president looked and looked at Duncan Williams. Who is it, Daosa, that I will listen to him? Get out of here. And the man left and went back to Daosa. And Archbishop said, He said so. I sack him. One month later, he was killed. One month later, he was, he was assassinated on that throne. So he said that. I sack him. And then Jay Rollins came, the other president that cleaned up Ghana. And they said, Archbishop wrote the same letter, go and give it to him. Let my son preach on your national TV. But President Rollins, I've heard about that story. He quickly collected the letter. <laughs> okay, where do you want to preach? How much time do you need? And the Lord used him all through. I'm talking of people who carry spiritual weight that control nations. Sir, it's the same Bible they carry. I don't know if you are bothered. Because this touched me all the time. It's the same Bible. It's the same Jesus. It's the same Holy Ghost. Why would someone be so much heavy in the realm of the spirit that is commanding territories and nation? And yet, in my own street, demons are pursuing me everywhere. Ah, something is wrong. Something is wrong. Something is wrong. The same Archbishop uh, Duncan Williams, he, you can watch this thing, you can verify it on YouTube. It's there. Their story is there. Now, after started gaining, you know, weight in the spirit realm too, and becoming known, and then Idawzar sent for him one day. He said, no, I'm also in my country doing wonders. You stay in your country doing wonders. I'm also a bishop, you're a bishop. <laughs> Ah, and he said, I also said, Oh, really? Oh, I didn't know. Okay, heaven will judge. There's not too much of prayers. And the ministry started going down. And the power, the grace started winning gradually. And uh, the story was told that Abishob uh, Duncan Williams was now like, ha, I have missed it. And started looking for this same man of God all around. If he comes to fly to the United States to minister, you will see him there. He will jump there. No, it will not find time to see him. If he's in, uh, in Europe, he will fly down there. He will not be there. He was just flying everywhere looking for his audience. The man said, no, I thought you were a bishop and a bishop, so let everybody stay. Until one day, that he finally gave him audience after suffering for some years 
And he went on his knee and said, Sir, I know I have beaten the finger that fed me. I did not know that there are different weights in the spirit realm. Now I know that bishops are different from bishops. Please forgive me. He Dowser just looked up. Satan is a matter between father and son. Keep off your hand. Brought him in. No more prayer. Everything went back to normal. Do you want to command spiritual authority in such manner? Just look and say, Satan. He was kneeling outside. He said, Satan, this is the matter between father and son. Keep off your hand. And he took him inside. And that was all. Daddy Gio will say he will pray for some people and bless. And when he's walking in the camp, people are still running and say, touch my leg. Touch me. I have blessed you. That blessing is enough to go with you for the rest of your life. That is what we are talking about, spiritual stature. There are people that are heavy in the spiritual realm. And God knows my heart desire is never to be an ordinary Christian. But a Christian that would strive in the realm of the spirit to catch that spiritual weight. To build something in the realm of the spirit. Now let's get to Daniel chapter 5 verse 27. I read this the other time, but I uh, still want to read it again. Daniel chapter 5. When King Belshazzar uh, was drinking in the house of the Lord, I mean drinking in his palace, the, 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 the dedicated vessels to the house of God. And the Bible says in verse 27, of course the hand finger came and wrote on the wall, many, many take care of sin. And this interpretation was confusing to him. He didn't know what it was. It was confused. Then Daniel came and gave him the interpretation. Verse 27 only, I will read. He said, Thou art weighed in the balance and art found wanting. When I read this portion of the scripture, I asked myself, when was he weighed? When? Was he standing on a physical weight? No. It means that everyone's life is weighed in the realm of the spirit. Before Satan comes to attack anybody, he weighs, he looks at your pedigree. What does he have? And then he will look at which demon should I demon send? Some demons are also in their life lighter weight, further weight, cruise weight, and the heavy weight. So when he wants to attack the big one, he sends the big one, the heavy weight demon to them. See, this story, Archbishop Daoza, Benzin Daoza, I don't know why I'm talking so much about him this morning, but I tell you, this is a man that I've gone through the entire world over hundred and something times all over. I'm not saying one hundred and something countries. I'm saying one hundred and something times across the globe. I saw one of his videos where he was laying hands on Benny Hill. You know Benny Hill? He was a young minister at that time. And he said, Benny, you will be my driver today. Somebody making Benny is his driver. A Nigerian. An African man. One time they plotted for him and they put a woman in his guest in his hotel room where he went to preach abroad, I think in America or so. And the lady was hiding in the wardrobe, naked. All they wanted is that the moment he comes in, refreshing it up and remove his clothes and all of that, the lady would just come out and say, you know, he has something to do with him and press people will come in and, and flash, uh, I mean, and take the pictures. And then they will, they will uh, give him a scandal. That was the plan. But the moment he got into that room and he just finished a brief prayer, the lady in the wardrobe ran out shouting fire because she was practically burnt inside wardrobe. Clothes were burnt inside wardrobe that she was sitting. Physical, burnt. And then the confession was made. You can carry weight in the realm of the spirit. 
It's the same person. It's the same Jesus. It's the same Holy Spirit that these people work with. Why are we going to be Christian, serving big God in a little way? God that is able to use anyone. This is for everybody, not just for a particular person. So, one of those things that I just quickly want to mention this morning, I know time is fast spent, for us to maintain, I say gaining spiritual stature. The scripture tells us in the book of Isaiah, which I would quickly like to read, Isaiah chapter 40. The Bible says something that I'd like us to take a look at. Verse uh, 30, we start with 28. And the scripture talks about, you know, as thou not known, as thou not heard, that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is weary. There is no searching of his understanding. Now, he giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might, he increased strength. Why would God increase strength? Wanted to leave the featherweight, the lightweight, to an heavyweight Christian. He increased strength. He gives power to those who are fainting. I said the other time, two weeks ago, that evil days will come. I'm not talking about calamity or anything. Days of temptations are evil days. Days of challenges are evil days. Days of checking your faith. They are evil days. But when those days come, when your strength is increased, then you become powerful and used of the Lord. The Bible says he gives strength to those who are weak. He gives power to the faint. And to them that have no might, he increases strength. In verse 30, even the youth shall faint and be wearied, and the young men shall utterly fall. Shall we read together verse 31, church, everyone? But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagle. They shall run and not be weary. And they shall walk and not faint. Strength. Might in the spirit realm. They mount up with eagle. That's number one. There's no place for... You see, for retrogression or stagnation, the first move is they mount up with ego, they soar. And the one that cannot soar, the Bible said they will run and not be wearied. And the one that cannot run, the Bible said they will walk and not faint. In this position, there's no stagnation. So it is in the realm of the spirit. No matter what weight you carry, there's something heavier that you can become. There is no retrogression as well. So it says it increases strength to those who are weak. How can we therefore maintain or gain spiritual stature? Number one, I call this topic today maintaining spiritual stature. It's still a part of gaining spiritual weight. Number one is maintaining pure and perfect heart. In the next three minutes, I'll speak on that and we'll be done. Maintaining pure and perfect art. We talk about obedience this morning in our Sunday school. There is no way anyone can obey God if your heart is not right with God. No wonder Moses, I mean Solomon prayed in 1 Kings chapter 8 verse 58 and 61 that the Lord will incline their heart to God so that they can obey all his word. God will incline their heart to us to God. That is a prayer that every Christian should find time to pray. Lord, let my heart be inclined towards you so I can obey you, so I can honor you. 
He said, that he may incline my heart, I mean, our heart to himself, to walk in all his ways and to keep his commandment and his statutes and his judgment, which he commanded our father. There is no way you and I can obey God if our heart is not right with him. The heart that loves God. From the place of salvation, you first is a new birth. That's where a change of heart happens. According to uh, Ezekiel, I think 36 verse 26, say, I will give you a new heart and a new spirit I will instill into you. And you, nobody will teach you to know me. You will know God. The heart will change and then we start loving God. We start knowing God. We start enjoying God. When I gave my life to Jesus, the first thing that happened to me that I realized was I was loving God. I no longer wanted to, I no longer would like to be in the party or with all the clubhouse and all of that stuff. No. Now I want to be in the church. Now I stay in the church and enjoy the messages. I enjoy the dancing. I no longer party with friends. I no longer drink alcohol. I no longer do all of that. You'll be surprised that as a 13 year old boy, I was already doing all of those. I was already on the path of perdition. But when Jesus came to save me, then the joy of the Lord was just swirling in my heart. I would just be happy for no reason. I'll be asking myself, why am I just happy now? That's the joy of salvation. And so when you have that experience, that, that's, that's, that is a confirmation that there's a change heart within you. Then your heart starts loving the Lord. And of course, Paul advised us or pray for us in Acts chapter 24 verse 16. This being so, I myself have strive to have conscience, a conscience without offense towards God and man. Sir, keep your heart. I think Proverbs chapter 4 23 says so. Guard it with all diligence. Because out of it flows what? The issues of life. Heart matters. Because for God. Many a time offense will come. Luke chapter 17 verse 1. There is no offense will come. People will come offend us. But mm -mm, my heart must be right. I forgive you because I want to be right with God. Not because of you are good or you are. No, 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 no. Let's just move on. Why? Because my heart got to be right to receive of God. Above everything as we do. Our heart must always be right. Why do we do what we do? Is it with a perfect heart? The scripture talks about Amaziah, who though did something very wonderful, but the scripture says he did not do it with a perfect heart before the Lord. And because of that, what he did was not acceptable. So also was um, uh, Abel and Cain that we mentioned this morning. Amaziah from 2 Chronicles 25 verse 2. And he did that which was right in the sight of the Lord, but not with a perfect heart. He did what was right in the sight of the Lord, but not with a perfect heart. And so, God did not accept him. Our heart matters. No grudges in the heart of someone who wants to gain spiritual weight. Why? Because devil is going to bring that as an accusation before God one day. No impurity in the heart of the one that wants to ascend to the heels of the Lord. Because what? The devil is going to bring that accusation one day. If our heart is pure before God, I tell you it will be difficult for the enemy to have anything against us in God's presence. The scripture says in Psalm 24, um, yeah, I believe it's Psalm 24, that who shall ascend to the hills of the Lord. Verse 3. And who shall ascend to the hill of the Lord? 
and who shall dwell in his holy place. Say, so he that has his hands and his, his hand clean and a pure what? Pure heart. Who hath not lifted up his soul unto what? To vanity, nor sworn deceitfully. He shall receive what? The blessings from the Lord and righteousness from the gods of his salvation. I have learned in my little work with God there is, there is a connection with, between purity and power. There's a connection. Let's rise to our feet. We hope you were blessed by that teaching. For further inquiries, please visit our website, www.rccgppp.org. You can also check us on Facebook and on YouTube at rccgpppsk, on Instagram and Twitter at rccgppp. If you are within the city of Regina, Canada, you can join us in person at 1771 Bond Street, S4N, 1X7 for a refreshing time in God's presence.